Honest, open, and vulnerable may contain adult language and material that is not suitable for listeners under 18. This is a stream of consciousness podcast that delves into an eclectic mix of topics. Audience discretion is advised. And you are listening to episode 115 of Honest, Open, and Vulnerable, and I'm Scarlett. And I am Ryan. Uh, We definitely uh, encourage uh, you to participate and comment and get feedback and all that good stuff. Easy way to do that is post a comment on our website, hovpodcast.net. You can call and leave us a voicemail at 231-846-8420, and you can like us on Facebook at at facebook.com forward slash honest dot open dot vulnerable and you can find me on instagram at colonel tux that's k-e-r-n-e-l underscore t-u-x and you can find us on instagram at hov podcast and you can also find us you can also leave us an email at hov podcast at gmail.com uh, you can find my blog at in scarletstorm.wordpress.com although i haven't been that active lately sorry um, life gets in the way and you can find me on Instagram at the fuchsia lady that's T-H-E-F-U-C-H-I-A-L-A-D-Y and and this this month we are coming at you from uh, Freeform Studio and uh, you just have the two, two of us for this episode uh, Matt Matthew is out on assignment you can also find him on, on Instagram. I do want to mention, yes. you can't find him on Instagram at uh, Matthew Scribbles. Yes. But he is not with us today. Yeah, so he's there. He's you know he's got an assignment and he's out there working it <laughs> and posting good stuff on instagram as well so <laughs> so and and uh, as a new uh thing then on this show we like to start uh every ep- episode with um uh, mo- moments of squeeze so what uh what do you, what do you have scarlet well i have i have a moment of squeeze that's kind of weird um first of all i do want to i want to take a moment because my friend uh River is out um, out there in La La Land, and I just wanted to make sure that I'm saying hello to her because I promised to do that all summer long. Hello, River. You know who you are. Anyway, um, so um, that sounded creepy, but anyway. Um, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, that's first of all. Then second of all is kind of weird. Um, we're kind of doing a Denver Comic-Con-themed uh, show that's Kind of, sort of. And um, I was doing some research for a totally different project, had nothing to do with Comic-Con. But I ran, um, right about this time of the year, I always think, okay, well, what is the comic that I'm going to be searching for? Um, mm-hmm. It's been it's been weird. Um, my, my tastes are very eclectic. Um, but I found, I found a comic book that I'm going to be looking for. Um, called Tarot. Um, of the you mean the cards with with yes. all the constellations. Yes, you know. <laughs> yes, but it's of it's um of the Black Rose, Witch Coven thing. I'm not sure I got the name right, but Th- those anyway. are cards. That's not a comic book. No. <laughs> Yeah, it's a, it's an actual comic book about a witch coven. Okay, okay, and uh, yeah, and her name is she. 
I don't remember what her real name is, but she takes the name Tarot. Okay. And um, she's the protector of this coven. So anyway, I'm going to be looking for those particular comic books. They're written like in the 90s, and they still are going today. There was like 208 of them as of January. Oh, wow. So there's... There's quite a bit to be collected. So I've obviously I'm not going to get the whole collection, <laughs> but at least maybe I'll get a couple of good runs um, where I can um, get a good collection started. Um, the other ones I'm looking for are Torchwood, always looking for Torchwood, always looking for Doctor Who. Um, however, the Doctor Who ones are and Torchwood, because they are so popular, um, they usually don't go on really good sales. So I don't like to pay full, if I'm going to pay full price, I might as well not do it at Comic-Con. Um, so. Right. And avoid the crowds. And, avoid you know, the crowds standing dealing, in line. You're, you're going to be paying the, the same yeah, amount of so, money. And yeah. So, yeah. Um, and then there are a couple others that I'm looking for. Um, I'm, you know, um, looking for the. Looking for the ones I've always been looking for, and which I'm not going to find the full run of them either, because now they're collection, you know, collector items, and you know those kind of things that probably pay through the nose for those too. So those are probably going to be on the back shelf. Um, I've got some X Men that I'm looking for, and you know, some things like that. So we'll just see what what I what treasures I find. But that was kind of fun, and then I found another one that was really really. Really, um, <laughs> it was one of those black market, not black market. I, I I don't know what to call it, but it was one of those weird ones where they had, you know, the the, the artistry was always big boobs and um, all of the female characters were always nymphos and they yeah were, that really narrows it down. They were always <laughs> they were always portrayed. They were always women were always violated. It was very very. Um, it's a certain type of comic and I cannot think of okay. the kind of, kind of comic book it is, but, um, underground comics. Well, it was, it was kind of the underground type comic books and just to learn like, about like, Rob, like Robert Crumb kind yes, of stuff. Yes, okay. exactly. Like Robert Crumb. And just learning about some of those characters, um, they're not anything I really want to collect because the artwork is not my style, but just learning some of the, some about some of the characters that came out of those type of comics. Um, and again, well, those are collector items, so you're not going to find those. You know, you're going to pay you're going to pay top dollar for those too. Depends. For a lot of those. Depends. For a lot of those. So it it will be fun though cuz I mean, now they, I have something that I'm actually searching for, you know. Um, it's always good to have something in mind. And then of course I'm always looking for Constantine Hellblazer. I'm I'm um I have the whole digital I have the whole series in digital copy. I'm trying to get the paper copy, so I'm always looking for that. And I'm looking for I'm always looking for Sandman. I'm always looking for, you know, those kind of things that are always kind of standby that I have on digital that I need in paper copy. So those kind those kind of things that I'm willing to pay a little bit more mm-hmm. and possibly even at comic-con just so i can say hey i got this at comic-con so that's kind of what i'm looking for and that was kind of my moment of squee that hey i found a new comic Mm -hmm. book thing so nice so that was kind of fun so what about you 
Uh, well, before I move, to, I, I do want to recognize that this is uh, being recorded on Memorial Day weekend. So I hope everybody is enjoying their holiday. And I also want to uh, put a message out to the people that are currently serving and the people that have served. Thank you. So um, I just wanted to kind of put uh, acknowledge that. <laughs> Absolutely. So, yeah. My brother is one of them. Um, I never used his name, and I've never really talked about him, but I'm going to say his name right now. Jeff Valley, thank you so much for ser your service. He's getting ready to retire now, and I am so proud of my brother. So um, I just wanted to say that. And it, I, I can say his name because I know he doesn't listen. <laughs> so, And um, there's a reason why I don't talk about my, my family much because um, uh, I just uh, – I have all sorts of really good stories about my stepbrother that he is giving me permission to talk about, but uh, I just uh, I'd rather you, you, you'd rather have him come 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 on the podcast and do t one of these his, days. His, one uh, of these embarrassing days, stories. One of these days, I'm going to have him come and tell uh, tell an embarrassing story. You bet. But um, I just so yeah. So that was the, I do have a brother who's in the military, getting ready to retire, and I don't take that lightly. So, so yeah, mine's uh, mine's gaming uh, related. So I I am a uh, this is about uh, Elder Scrolls Five, uh, other uh, more commonly known as Skyrim, and uh, I I started playing playing this series uh, in uh, like the third third one, which is Mor Morrowind, and then the fourth one, which is Oblivion, and so. Um, in, in Skyrim, they kind of trimmed back a number, a number of, uh, role-playing features as far as like class distinction at, or, um, in, in, in terms of like, uh, what is it like skill, skill points and of like different like races and classes. And, uh, in, in both Morrowind and Oblivion, there was a lot of distinction, and they've and they Skyrim plays more more as a, uh, like an action adventure game, and so I I found some uh, some add-ons that actually that uh, that that add that add more distinction and you know that add, added that back back in and kind of ch and changed the uh, the how the game starts because when um when when you're looking at on on modified you know when you put you know new new game and it's the screen go screen goes black and slowly fades in you're a, pr a prisoner on some on some cart and you know you're being take taken some somewhere to get beheaded and so and one one of the add-ons I found uh, it's when you click new game you you taken straight straight to the race you know you're built you're starting your character and then you select how you how you want to start like I'm I'm you're a pa a patron at an inn or you you were you were br brutally beat beaten up and left for dead or you were in a shipwreck or you're arriving in a boat somewhere or you know and so 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 it you know uh, give give you your game playing experience is a little bit more rich instead of just it, the same thing all yeah, the time yeah ex exactly i i've i started playing a game it's it's an older game it's a 
Let's get that straight. I okay. am not a gamer. <laughs> but um, I started playing an older game that actually um, Peter turned me on to called Puppet Show. <laughs> okay. And it's about these puppets that basically, it's a long story. But um, and it's very similar to that in that you kind of, kind of you create your character and you create your, but it, it always starts the same. Mm-hmm. And so, but you can stop it in the middle of the game and you can pick up where you left off. So you don't always have to like, but if you're going to start a new game, it always starts at the same place. And I wish that it started some other places where you had, yeah. it, you know, it would, it would add to the experience, I think. So I yeah, that yeah that 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 was kind of one little pain uh, pain point for, for I wouldn't say a pain point but um have like a point of uh, frustration let's say um, with Skyrim is that you're always being driven direct straight straight into the into the main uh into the main storyline which you know I mean as a game developer that's what you want to do <laughs> you know because you you want you because you spent all of this time kind of crafting this journey that that, that peop, people go on so you want to make sure that you that's you want to make the main event the main event <laughs> and you know you're if you're not in the main event your your job is to make the main event look as good as possible but that um anyway <laughs> and so i can't um so yeah it, it was ni- nice uh have, having some some kind of variety where it's like okay uh, yeah, yeah we gotta fight this dragon and then we gotta do that then i gotta go into this thing to get this other thing and so it it is nice to have you know like a little a little more variety there. Mm-hmm. So, so that, so that was my mo- moment of squee. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, we're nerds. Get over it. <laughs> so if you don't know that by now, Oh, I know. I know. <laughs> 118, like, 118, uh, episodes in, um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, and actually I have, I have kind of like a, uh, little, uh, bonus, moment actually um i i have i had not talked talked about this previously but i had i had uh found a uh uh, grateful dead podcast at called uh, a simple road no simple road and um they kind of they kind of started in the same way that we did is that uh, just the con- conversations that Scarlett and I would be ha- having, you know, I'd get, I'd get the, uh, I'd get the thought, Oh man, maybe I should have recorded that. That was awesome. <laughs> and they kind of, they kind of started the same way that they were having all these porch con- conversations and it's like, Hey, let's record this. And so it is kind of, you have a bit of a kin- kinship there. And so I, I, I sent, sent them a, I sent them an email that um probably far too long and in my <laughs> kind of interesting thing with my, my emails tend to start getting confessional <laughs> so so I, and then i tend to go go on from like mul- multiple paragraphs so um <laughs> so yeah if you're if you get uh if you guys are not listening hello <laughs> so uh, i just kind of wanted to Tag on to that. So, anyway, <laughs> this um, 
This is the uh, last episode that we'll uh, record uh, before uh, Den- Denver Comic Con. And there was uh, one thing I wanted to bring up. A public service announcement, if you will. Yes, yes. <laughs> is pay, pay attention to where you're going to buy the tickets. Yes. <laughs> So uh, just make make sure you go to their website denvercomiccon.com and then and fo- you know click on tickets and all that because there are a num- there's a number of uh what I call legal scalpers um the probably the most uh known mo- most well known is StubHub and what what they do is that they go to hey you know hey ticket ticket broker you know they and they mm-hmm. bef- before you know you let, let's let's say you know you're going to see band XYZ at ABC uh, Arena. <laughs> That's I'd, original. Yeah, to, hey, yeah, I, I, I never claim to be that creative. So, so any, so anyway, it's, uh, StubHub or other companies like it because there's more than one, and go, goes to you know t- ticket broker for it's like hey we'd like to you know they, they buy a whole batch of tickets. And suddenly, you know, like, 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 let's say, you know, a thousand tickets for like a, a, you know, let's say ABC Arena has like 20,000 seats and StubHub buys up like, let's say 2,000 tickets, a whole batch of them. And suddenly there's only, only 18,000 tickets available. <laughs> and then as, then once, uh, once you know the remaining eighteen thousand gets you know close to being full, suddenly StubHub comes up. It's like, hey, we got tickets, <laughs> and then and they sell them for at like a two hundred percent markup. So, you know, um, yeah, <laughs> yeah, so, be careful about that. So you know the the best thing best thing to keep that to help keep that from happening is not to go to those places, you know? <laughs> so anyway, I just wanted to kind of put a PSA about there, uh, out there about that. Cause it's uh, really easy to do because you can, because of the way, like if you also were doing a search, it's also the way that the search is set up. So just be careful that you're going to the right website and don't do, don't do what I did um, and do it early in the morning when you're only half awake, because that's how you get yourself in trouble. Just, just be careful about that, and um, don't don't shop before you're, you're awake. Um, <laughs> I've learned this the hard way. I'm just saying. <laughs> and as somebody who has a um, psychological condition, where one of the one of the um, one of the diagnostic tools is, or one of the diagnostic. Uh, what do you want to call it? Is excessive spending? <laughs> um, I've had. You mean, to, you mean compulsive behavior? Compulsive behavior. <laughs> compulsive behavior in general, but especially spending, compulsive spending in particular, because that's something that can be tracked very simply um, and very quickly. Um, I have, remo- you know, um, I'm a big fan of Wish.com. Love it. But I had to take the, I had to completely remove the um, app from my phone because it's obsessive. 
<laughs> it's it's it it just it fed my obsessive compulsive behavior. Even though even though I set a budget, I never overspent. I was very careful about what I did when I was using it. It's still it it was yeah. it was like it was like very compulsive. So um, I tell people, hey, if you're going to use it, and I recommend you do use it, I I I have nothing against it. Just be careful about it. Be smart about it. And when it becomes a problem, take it off your phone and don't use it. And that's what I had to do. So that was just me. So I've I've learned it the hard way. You don't shop <laughs> certain times of the day, certain times of the when you're moody, when you're, you know, there's just certain moods. I don't go near the computer. Just you know, there are just some things. Mm-hmm. So. But just be careful when you are getting your Comic Con tickets that you're going to the right website because yeah. you will get because you can get gouged. Oh yeah, and there's nothing you can do about it. Once it happens, you're screwed because you can't go back and call the bank and go, "Can you put a stop on this?" Because they'll go, "No." Well, it it depends. It, because, it depends. It depends on the bank. Well, and it depends you know, upon your, so, your situation. Yeah, but but they're not going to say, "Well, they can only stop unauthorized." Hmm. That's what they're going to tell you. So just be careful. Just be careful and be smart, and you won't get ripped off. So that's our that's our PSA. Yeah. So uh, so yeah, just go go directly to the you know whatever you know con- concert or you know events that you're mm-hmm. going going to the ev- go to the events home homepage and follow the blessed path there yes. because you know mm-hmm. that yeah. Um, and make sure you're on the right website because yeah. sometimes they will disguise it and make it look like it's the right website and it's not. Mm-hmm. So just be, just be aware. Yeah. So anyway, Off of that. <laughs> having said that, yeah. <laughs> uh, one thing that uh, they're doing new, new this, this year, um, specifically Denver Comic Con is called experience the comics and comics is spelled C, capital C lowercase O capital M I X lowercase I X. <laughs> Which is interesting, <laughs> but um, what they're doing is uh, for uh, junior high and high school students that are unable to afford a day at uh, Denver Comic Con, um, they 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 have they have an event um, on on Friday called Experience the Comics in which they. Um, it, it's like a workshop or whatever to show the show show them you know inspiring uh, to uh, ways that they can uh, uh, you know career opportunities in the um, it in in the um, uh, pop culture space like yeah and. And then, and they get a free ticket out to uh, Comic Con out out of the deal. So, which which I which I think I, I mean I think that that's I, I I wish I wish that that was around when I was in high school. <laughs> I you know it's amazing that the there is so much like there's so much educational opportunities in like for lack of a better term pop culture but it's more it, specifically comic books mm-hmm. um in illustration colorist i didn't know that there was a colorist field hmm. uh for a really long time i mean i didn't stop and think about it but there is and you know storyboards of course but 
um, and then illustrators. But you don't think about, you think of an illustrator. I always thought of an illustrator doing the pen and ink. Mm-hmm. And, but that's not how a comic book is done. And so it's kind of interesting. It's just, it's just interesting the, the employment, I guess, opportunities, mm-hmm. the artistic opportunities that are out there. Um, it's just, it's, it's pretty. Well, and freelance opportunities too, freelancing. because of the internet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Freelancing and the internet has changed everything. Oh yeah. But just, it just sort of, it, but there are so much, there's so many, there, there's so many opportunities out there for a whole nother generation. Yeah. And I think that that is, that is way cool because had it been available 20 years ago, yeah. The way it is now. And think about it. I mean, the internet has changed everything. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And, and without the internet, it wouldn't have progressed the way it has by, right. by far. But it just, um, yeah, it just, it, I'm, I'm kind of envious. <laughs> yeah. The, yeah. <laughs> you know, you know, and yet I'm excited for, that generation for of artists, yeah, the artistic, you know, because if I had if I had had if I had had the right kind of backing and training mm-hmm. went twenty years ago, I would have gone a lot further with my writing and with my it, it just I wouldn't you know, but struggling on your own that sucks. Trust me. Um, but now you can self publish and there's, there's a lot more opportunity in that front. So, you know, we've come a long way in the last, even the last five years. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I agree with that. You know, definitely in the last 20. So I'm just, you know, but I'm glad that, that there are, you know, Denver Comic Con is so much more than just a fan based, Mm -hmm event it's education and that is what i think sets denver comic-con apart yeah from a lot of different cons out there because they are they're, they're all about education yeah. they're all about education and pop culture classrooms and all about that and i think that is incredibly unique and i think that is incredibly it's just a it's just it's a really cool experience mm-hmm and um, well, I, and 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 this this year they're actually they're actually increasing their um the not not uh, they're in, in increasing the amount of book content. I'm mm-hmm. not talking comic books. I'm talking like ac- mm-hmm. actual real like mm-hmm. full on novel books. They have they have a whole uh, a new yeah. sec- they have a new section called Booktopia. <laughs> right, and they've been doing, and they've, so. they've been building up to that because, like yeah. last year, they had a, a little more books than they had before, mm-hmm. and you know, it'll be, it'll be. I think it's going to continue to be that way. That we're trying to, you know, the library was involved, the Denver Library was involved yeah. in the, and it's just, it's as long as that's going on, as long as the education part of that is going on, I think that. It's going to be more than just a fan-based mm-hmm. experience. And I think that that is what makes Denver Comic-Con such a cool experience. 
I, I agree. Well, the fact that it is a five five hundred one c three or not a non profit uh, really really sets it apart. Right. And uh, they uh, unlike the uh, the other, comp, comp, you know, San, San Diego and you know all it's all, all the mm-hmm. other big you know New York and all the other big ones. Um, that it, it's. Um, the the nonprofit that runs it, Pop Culture Classroom, it's a ra- it's it's a year round, year round mm-hmm. thing where they ha- they have uh, they I think uh, it was either last year or the year before they started a program in prisons where the a, pr- yeah. a, a, a uh, an inmate can learn how to create a comic book and you know as mm-hmm. far as like draw build a storyline and so they so they do you know projects like that um, they just uh, um, they, they, they actually just opened a classroom um, in their own office where kids can come in, si- sign up, and t- take take part in act activities. And so it's not it's not just a you know a Comic Con thing, right? And so. that's what I like about it. That's what I think is so. It, it makes me proud to be a part of it, and yet it, it's definitely fan driven. I mean, that let's get that. Well, it yeah. is a con. Yeah. But yet, it's so much more than that. And that's, that's mm-hmm. why. Well, I mean, I, I think, I think they, well, I, I just read this in one of their, in their blog, blog posts that I think it, it was like 95% of the work done mm-hmm. is by volunteers. Right. Right. And what makes it, what makes it so, because I mean, if it were just if it were just a fan driven thing without the education, without the without the other things behind it, I don't think that we would go year after year after year after year. Well. So much. I I don't think that we would want to go all three days, stand in line, brave the heat, brave the people, brave the and, and it really really. Depends Realistic. On, you know. However, we have a year to recover, and we always go. <laughs> yeah. So it's not that. I, I don't think it would stop us either. But it just it makes it where it. I get excited about it. I don't. I don't look at the negative stuff that happen because there's always something negative that happens. Always. Oh, yeah. Always something goes wrong. Yeah. Something goes bad. But you know what? I cannot tell you one bad thing that happened last year. I can't. Well, because all the all the the pile of good stuff, out, you know, kind of outweighs you know, it all. Plus, the yeah. fact we had tea here, so that helped. Oh yeah, that. we had you know we had other things going on, and you know, but I can't tell you one bad thing. Where other years, I could list them off. <laughs> so it's it's not it's not unique to that year being so awesome. It was just that they're getting better and better and better every yeah. year. They're getting better in their organization. They're getting better in. They're just getting better every year about their organization, their their ticket distribution. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're moving their lines, moving their you know, getting everybody organized. You're know, herded, if you will. Yeah, uh, <laughs> it's like herding cats sometimes. Yeah. But they do. They manage to do it anyway. And they manage to, yeah, and they're just getting better and better at it. And I think that, I think they should be commended for that. Oh, yeah. And I think that we need to reach out and 
send them an email or send them something. Well, I think year. I think the fact that uh, we're um, <laughs> well, right at the top. I mean, right at the top of the show, we have a disclaimer showing, to, you know, that if you're less than yet, you know, ask your parents if you're, you know, younger than eighteen. And so, you know, I'm not. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't know. <laughs> I'm just saying that it just, it, it, uh, I, I, I just don't know if we're like the, the media channel that they're, oh, that no, they no, 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 no. I'm know. just saying, I'm just saying that as consumers, they should just be commended. Oh, yeah. Because. Well, I mean, I mean, well, I mean, I was talking in terms of reaching out to them. I'm like, uh. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. I'm just saying to reach out to say, hey, you're doing a great oh, job. Oh, okay. That's I all gotcha. I'm saying. Okay. All I'm saying is reaching out and saying you're doing a great job. Well, because they hear all the negative shit all the time. Mm-hmm. They need to hear some good stuff, too. But, I mean, and they're... even if you just smile at a volunteer and say, hey, great job. I mean, something like that makes their day. Well, I mean, they do. They do a lot of a, a lot of good, uh, like post con. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, what what not not quizzes, but uh, post con like feedback kind of yes. kind of thing. To uh, where? Um, what do you call that? Yeah, oh. I, I'm not even gonna try and figure figure the name, but but yeah, they they do they do they're 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 good about uh, feedback, do, do, yeah. doing feed, feedback with the with the atten- attendees, and because they're a, not a com- commercial uh, con, they don't necessarily have the uh, they don't necessarily have the budget to go after a lot of the big a lot of the big names so the fact that they've been able to get the get the people uh come Hell come yeah. here t- and ha- and be in the top top five uh as far in terms of attendee numbers i mean they're punching above their weight yeah we got now now they will book and then at the last minute a oh, lot that, of times that that yeah that happens with every uh, but that happens every time but the year the one that i really wish had happened was Carrie Fisher oh yeah and the year the year that she passed away she had to cancel at the last minute because she had a scheduling conflict with her book tour i believe or it wasn't her book tour it was her um it was the uh, press conference for um the force awakens i think and uh but she had that scheduling conflict and at the last minute she had to cancel and then of course yeah she passed know away what afterwards so um you know but that would have been you know but the fact that they got her to you know karen gillian mm-hmm. a couple of times and uh and the one that really gets me is john barrowman he has come this will be his third time Second, actually. Second? Second. Second. He was there last year. Not last year, the year before. Year before. Year before. He was supposed to be there last year, I think, and he had to cancel. Was that right? I don't no. think so. I don't think he was announced last year. Okay. okay. I mean, he may he may have been like talk talking with them, but uh, 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 com- but Denver Comic Con made actually they another blog post that they put up uh, not not too long ago. It's kind of explaining their process as far as mm. getting guests. Is that if there's any doubt that you know the person may may not be able to attend, then they won't announce it unless they get like a firm 
one hundred percent. And then they then 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 they'll announce it. But uh, uh, you know, obviously, but life you know, happens. life happens. Yeah. You know, life and happens. So, yeah. But I know that the one that when John Barrowman was there the year before, I wasn't able to attend. So right. I know that I missed that one. I think I went maybe Sunday that I wasn't able to go the other two days. So I missed him completely but this year. I get to see him and we're getting photo op with him. So oh, yes. I'm excited about that. Yeah. I was, so. I, I was real excited about that. There's uh there's a number of doctor who related guests. I've got, you know, we already mentioned John Barrowman and both tenants and, and Smith will be there along, along with Billy Piper, which, you know, so, um, I, I, I could not afford, afford and, you know, and, you know, I could I could only afford to do one photo op, so <laughs> yeah, we we had to pick and choose, so as everyone does. But you know, um, and I'm, all of our favorites are there, and that's what sucks. So. <laughs> but um, but yeah, we're definitely going to Bar- Barrowman's oh, yeah. panel for. I mean, they they haven't posted any kind of a schedule schedule yet, but uh, yeah. but yeah, I def um, if possible, I definitely want to go to you know tenants. Ten- Smith's panel. Um, I don't know They'll probably crash each Piper. other. That I, I, I think I can, there's going to be some that. crossover. Yeah. Well, I, well, cer- well, certainly ten- tenant and uh, tenant and Barrowman because they, you know, they worked together mm-hmm. a number of years. So, um, and I think that probably, and I think Billy Piper's only going to be there one day. Mm, She's only know. listed one day, but oh. that doesn't for the photo op. But that doesn't oh, mean for the she photo op. That doesn't. But mean that doesn't that, mean she yeah. won't be there for the other panels. We just don't know because yeah. there isn't a. Well, they have, yeah, they haven't released a panel schedule yet. So, but uh, yeah, so it's, it's going to be good. It's going to be fun, and yeah, I'm excited. And uh, this this year, because I now I now have a new camera, um, I will be doing a uh, da- daily vlog. Um, just kind of, you know, um, I have, I have no plans for it <laughs> other, other than, you know, Hey, you know, just kind of follow me or follow us around kind of thing, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> we may end up doing a little, we may do, we don't know what we're going to do yet, but we may do impromptu interview. We may do, I, we don't know what we're going to do. It, yeah, it'll come know. together. I'm, it'll come together as it comes together yeah, because yeah. that's how. That's how we roll. Yeah, <laughs> so. Exactly. So um, I'm just going to... But know. we're going to do it as an early release. Maybe we haven't decided what we're going to do with the vlog, but... Well, the vlog will be released publicly. Right. I, I, right. I, have a, I have a very hard, hard time, you know, right. putting stuff be, you know, you, you the, I have a very dif- difficult time putting, um, con- putting content behind a paywall because that's essentially what Patreon is. Right. And... Yeah, um, because we'll because then yeah, but yeah. Anyway, well, and um, the reason why we're doing why we're doing the vlog is to share our experience. Exactly. Anyway. So, and Matt will not be there for that. Um, he doesn't usually do cons, but no, well, certainly none that big. No. <laughs> um, but uh, so. we'll go and we'll make it. We'll make it as informative as we can, and we'll try to see as much as we can. And there you have it. So yeah, if there's anything, any any as, uh, I mean, if there are certain aspects of the con that you that you would like to see, um, please send us an email or post or post a com- comment, and you know, we'll we'll you know. So yeah. <laughs> 
anyway, now that, now that we've kind of <laughs> gone, gone through all of that, I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to take, uh, take a bit of a breather. And like to thank, uh, we were we were just talking about Patreon just a minute ago, and so we'd like to thank the those people that are uh, supporting us on uh, our Patreon, which is patreon.com forward slash hov podcasts, and what it is is uh, essentially a tip jar. So just just your way of saying, hey, you know, I like what you do. Um, I d- want to uh, help help you uh, help help you in in this project. And we have certain perks at uh, diff- at different levels. And um, we we re- we recently uh, reorganized it to make it much cleaner and le- and less con- less confusing and e- easier for people on both ends. <laughs> easier for us and easier for you. <laughs> So really uh, easier for us, <laughs> but but at the same time, it makes it easier for you. <laughs> and so, thirteen percent of uh, of all of the all the contributions that we receive go to an open source project that we use to produce this show. And the, this month, our open source spotlight is uh, Kid Three or KID Three. Um, and what what's that uh, what that's used to uh, enter in the metadata on, onto our uh, onto our audio audio files? It sounds very boring, but <laughs> but it's, it's necessary. Yes, it's very it's very necessary to help pe- people fi- find us. And I really like the interface; makes makes it real easy to add our artwork. And so. Um, so yeah, that's that's what uh, that that's what we, we use for for that, and I will put a link to that that project in the in the show, show notes. So uh, so again, um, I do think uh, if you are supporting us on uh, go go check us out on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash hov podcast, and check check out. Um, Check out all the stuff that we have on there. Uh, most most of the stuff that uh, we you know that we got a, we do early releases of our episodes, and so yeah, a lot, a lot of fun uh, e- extra per- perks and whatnot. So uh, definitely uh, check that out. So uh, all right, <laughs> now that now that we're done there, um, this it's, uh, I, I'm about to go into a soap. Go onto a soapbox. So I will put this disclaimer out there that this is, uh, um, that you know, just the, the, these are my these are my thoughts, and so, I'll add yeah. to them when he's done. Yeah, and so people, what what I'm about to say may or may you may or may not agree with. <laughs> so, um, but Fruit of a Loom, you know, the very, very well the well known uh, cloak. American clothing company recently did a started a campaign called hashtag put a shirt on and it, it, and I, I, I post posted about this on it on Instagram. I, I saw, saw this ad and they show little video selfies of men with their shirt, with their shirts off. And of course, none of I, I do want to point out that none of the men that they showed had a pot belly. 
they were very they were, they were very um, shapely a, men. Yes, yeah. athletic, exactly. athletic, Ath- build. Ath- athletic. Uh, lo- some of them had a had, had a six pack. Some of them had an eight pack. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no- so none of them none of them were out of shape at all. Exactly, and the the tone of voice that that they have in this is very close to the, like these poor men are taking these poor men that are taking selfies don't have a shirt to wear like they're like 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 they have like like they're wearing burlap sacks that are just hang, hanging on by a thread and they'd wear and like they would. De- Taking this picture of themselves with a shirt, if only they had the money, and and uh, and their shirts are falling off of them, basically. Yeah. yeah, and also, I will I will say that none of these, none of the men that they're showing are in slums. None, I mean, none of them look like they're struggling. So <laughs> no, they were all pretty much obviously middle class. Oh yeah, yeah, uh, or or better. <laughs> yeah. And um, well, well, and to me, this came across as saying we don't want to see selfies of shirtless men. Put a shirt on. And yeah, I and it's just uh, this. This just to me. This I'm. I'm not. I'm not normally, and I'm. I'm not. I'm not what you would call a social influencer in the body positive. Movement. Um, I'm. I'm definitely. You know. I'm. I'm. I'm definitely a member of the alliance. <laughs> but um, I'm. This. This. Um, I don't normally get very vocal about this. <laughs> but um, it. It just to me this reeked of body shaming. <laughs> so yeah. And it's. It's more than that. Um, let's take it one step further. It also goes to say that. Our biggest problem is not having a shirt to wear instead of not having clean water. Right. They're basically poking fun. And what really pisses me off is it's just as bad. And I know that the advertisers didn't mean it the way that it comes across. But all I could think of is, okay, somebody who's watching. and, And what it was is that I saw this. Somebody made a comment on Instagram about this particular commercial, and I thought it was a joke. And they thought it was a joke. They were making a comment saying, I thought this was a joke until I saw it. And so I couldn't comment on it until I saw the commercial. We saw the commercial, Mm -hmm. what, last night? Or, no, it was Friday night. We saw the commercial, and... All I could think of is somebody just got a somebody out there just got an eating disorder. Somebody out there mm-hmm. just who's a cutter just cut themselves. Somebody out there, you know, we don't talk about men having eating disorders. We don't talk about men having Not body usually, issues. No. We don't talk about men having body issues, but they have problems just like women. Okay, so to me. When you said that, when you made that comment of body shaming, that's not how I was taking it, but that's exactly when you that clicked in my head. And because I was taking it a totally different way as far as that's like that's our biggest problem. Ah, uh, okay. That's that's our biggest problem. And and um they're poking fun at something that's a serious problem. Right. Okay, well you can take that a step further. How many times do you see in in media in 
let's take the media out of it. Let's take it um, commercials or television. Do you see people poking fun at mental illness, OCD, uh, depression, um, bipolar? Um, well, you definitely see a lot of medications about them. <laughs> medication, yeah, medication. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm taking this a step further. I'm not. I'm taking all the, take the, the, take those out. I'm just talking about making fun of. You know, how many times do you hear, "Well, that was OCD," or "Don't be," you know. Okay, I see what you're saying. Where you're making fun of something that to somebody else is not that funny. How many times do we gay bash and it's still out there? Oh, yeah. How many times? And so I got to thinking, you know, and I know you can't be serious all the time. You have to lighten up and you have to, you have to take a joke. Mm -hmm. I understand that. But this was reprehensible because all I could think of was somebody just got an eating disorder. Some, and not, maybe not even a man. Maybe not even maybe not even a male. It could be a female mm-hmm. too, who's yeah. getting the same. Well, if your body's not perfect, then so they need to be more responsible. They need to think before they mm-hmm. advertise. They need to think before because if more than one person takes it the wrong way, then it's no longer a misunderstanding. It's a miscommunication. Yeah. And then that becomes a whole nother problem down the road. So the put the shirt on, put a shirt on campaign. I want to go and say, you know what? Put a shirt on if you feel like putting a shirt on. But you know what? Run around naked if you want. Yeah. In my, in my Instagram post on this, I added the hashtag, don't put a shirt on. You know, it's like I've I, always you know. said. You know, I'm a chunky girl. You know, I, scrumptious. Yeah, scrumptious. <laughs> okay, I'm a I'm a curvy girl. Yeah, you can. Which you know, you can see in the picture pictures that you've posted. <laughs> yeah, my pictures. I don't hide that. And my attitude is: if you don't like the way I look, fuck you. Don't look at me. I don't need your approval. I don't need your. I, really, if you don't like the way I look, do not look at me. But it does not give you the right to say anything. And I, I put, for the first time, about, what, a month and a half ago, I put my face mm-hmm. on Instagram. Uh, I, have re- I have hesitated to do this for a long time because I'm self-conscious. I have body, I have body image issues myself that I'm working through. So for private reasons I'm not going to get into, I put my face out there. And all of a sudden, I started getting private messages from men, not women, Mm -hmm. men. And I finally, after about five or six of them, I had to just say, no, I'm not accepting any any private messages from anybody. And it's nothing personal. But I'm not going to do it because people start, you know, well, are you married? Or it's like, you know what? Mm -hmm. First of all, read my damn profile. Right. A. B, I don't need a lecture about, 
well, you need a you need one person who can, you know, fuck you. <laughs> we tried it that way. <laughs> I'm polyamorous, and I've been polyamorous a really long time, and it works for me. I have two partners, and if I want a third, I'll take a third, but it ain't going to be male, okay? <laughs> you have the wrong anatomy for me. Hit the bricks. I'm not interested in anything with a penis. I got two. <laughs> Thank you. I don't need it, and I don't need a lecture from you. From someone that doesn't you don't really even know, know. Yeah. and you don't even you don't even take the time to read my fucking profile. Fuck you. So I'm putting my face out there a lot more, and it's an, it's an exercise for me to get my self esteem back up because I because it's it's an exercise for myself, not for anybody else. And I'm get, and I've and. I commend you on that. If you don't like it, don't look at me. I don't care. The only two people who I care about are the people, the only people that I care about whether I'm attracted to or not, or, you know, whether they find me attractive is people that I have a romantic interest in. The rest of you, I don't. It's nice to, it's nice if you, if you have something nice to say to me, great. I'll take a compliment. But if you have something that you is less than flattering, keep it to your damn self and I'll do the same. Cause my dad always told me, if you ain't got nothing good to say, don't say it. And I really believe that. So the whole thing about put a shirt on, it, it kind of pisses me off cause it's kind of insulting. Yeah. And it's also making light of serious issues out there. Oh yeah. And it, it just, it smacks of insensitivity. That's, mm-hmm. that's it. At best, it smacks of insensitivity. And that's kind of how it came off to me. So that's my soapbox. And I know that you you (laughs) see it a little you see it a little more solid than that. But Yeah, I just I just get I just what um I've seen it like a handful of times. And every every time, you know, that it's played, I think I, I think that there's some o- o- overweight white male executive that has some that ha- that's confused about his homosexuality <laughs> and and he's project projecting and you know that that's kind of the to me that's it, it's it just seems like some someone like that create decided this was a good idea. Not that there's anything <laughs> wrong with homosexuality. No, it's no, just, no. But, I'm just, know. but you know, someone that's that you know says or, that they're straight and they have homosexual tendencies and they're trying to hide that the from other themselves. Way. You yeah. could go the other way, and it could be an overbearing woman. Same thing. Oh yeah. And yeah. when I think of that, I think of a feminazi. You just co- coin the fr- coin the phrase from uh, Rush Limbaugh, which is the only phrase you will ever hear me say from Rush Limbaugh, feminazi. <laughs> but he had a point. <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah. And so, yeah. So, well, I mean, I didn't, I have no, ex- I mean, it just, it's just a, whoever thought this was a good idea, drop the ball. That's oh, my, absolutely. that's, I think that's what we're trying to say. And I won't go so far as to boycott yet, but if I they am. continue, if they continue to, If this doesn't change, then right. Yeah. If they don't rescind, <laughs> right, right, because people are starting to complain, and if they don't start listening to that, yeah, exactly. Then I'm probably going to not. I'm going to think twice. 
before I purchase a Fruit of the Loom product. And that's just, I'm going to definitely think about it twice. So that's my opinion. Now, I, I, am def- I am definitely not of the figure of the men that they portrayed in this commercial. But I mean, I don't. I mean, I don't. I don't care if you know. I, I, I. I mean, it's not the picture that I want to see. But if I see the picture, I don't get all 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 angry and trollish about it. So no. you know, um, it's just to each their own. To yeah. each their own. You know. But, but I mean, it it's just... it's not it's not my place to say you shouldn't. You know, it's. I mean, you can you can see in these these pictures that they're good looking men. And so they they should have no reason to put to to put a shirt on. I mean, quite honestly. <laughs> so well, and it just it it, it just it irritated me that it was like that was the, the tone of voice was like the tone that's used for the water crisis in Africa. Right. You know, and it just or, like, or or when you see some kind of re- religious person in e- Ethiopia and say, hey, you know, help feed these children. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was the same. It was it was that kind of urgency. And yeah. it's just like, really? It was that kind of call to action. It's you know, really it's like help help these men help these men get shirts. It's like they could pay for they could pay pay for their own They can shirt, get their own know. damn shirts. Yeah. You know what? Why don't it, you wait, give wait. me that money yeah. and I'll do something better than get a shirt, okay? <laughs> yeah. So anyway. Yeah. Enough on that. Yeah. Um I think we're done. <laughs> <laughs> so so yeah, I'd um hold hold on. Uh, da, 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 da. Okay, here we go. <laughs> so I do thank you for listening. Um, we and so um, we do appreciate any feedback. So please comment uh, using the channels found on the contact page at hovpodcast.net. And if you do want to help support the de- development of the show, please join our Patreon uh, at uh, patreon.com slash hovpodcast. And if you want to keep keep up with us, uh, please subscribe uses, uh, on iTunes, Google Play, or TuneIn.